Hello? Hello, and welcome to Good Film Hunting, the podcast in which two sisters from different parts of the country, live, currently live, in different parts of the country, talk about films from their childhood with their friends. But today, though normally we are far apart, today we are in the same place. What up? Which is Rochester, Greater Rochester Airport. Yeah. Yeah, we're in an airport right now. 20 minutes before Eleanor boards a flight. So, <laughs> gotta get in good film hunting whenever and wherever you can. Yeah. Folks. It's like exercise. It's like exercise. <laughs> <laughs> and today we have two very special guests, Naeem and Amanda. Would you please introduce yourselves? Hi, it's Amanda. Hi, uh, it's Naeem. Okay. Say more, uh, probably say more words, yeah. I, you, how do we introduce ourselves? Do we say we're friends with you? We're well, friends how with do you know us? Uh, Let's make it all about us. <laughs> I used to live with Eleanor and Annie, and Naeem is my fiancé, and he's met them. Yes. I've met yeah. Eleanor yeah. Yes. in L.A., also, Annie in LA and Annie also in Chicago. Yeah. Oh, I forget that you got to meet him twice. Yeah. That's not fair. <laughs> I got to meet him twice. I met him once, so and you then got to see him twice. Yes. I'm not Naeem and I are like best buds, and I'm going to convince them to move to Chicago. I think that's a pretty easy ask because he's like pretty Miz. Okay. Anyway, we got to get into okay, this. Sure. So the most important thing to kickstart it right now is what has been your favorite thing in pop culture in this past week? Oh, Naeem has the best one. Oh, oh, I went to the Kanye West concert. <gasps> what? Shut I think up. I got it on Facebook and I got Easy. very jealous. What? Yes, yes. The St. Pablo concert at the Verizon Center, it was pretty amazing. He had a floating stage and it was just like the coolest thing ever. It was like three hours of Kanye performing you know, he had his Kanye rant, but that was, you know, it comes with it. And he... But it's okay to see that. Yeah. Like, it, that's part of the appeal. Exactly. And there wasn't a single, like, bad seat in the house. Like, regardless of where you sat, you kind of enjoyed it. And everyone was involved. It was, like, the crowd was, like, a really important part of it. There were parts where, like, there were no lights on him. And everyone was just, like, singing and dancing. And, yeah, it was great. It was pretty fun. Anyways. That sounds amazing. When he comes really don't. To... I'm a Kanye apologist, so I feel it. <laughs> Is that a thing you yeah. can be? Yeah. I identify like as a Kanye apologist. Yeah. yeah, if you're going to be a Kanye fan, you okay, have to great. be an apologist. Right. Okay. Amanda, how about you? Um, I think it was Naeem's description of the Kanye concert that I did not get. Instead, I designed a lesson plan that the very next day imploded. And all I could think of was how I didn't get to see Kanye West. Hashtag teacher's life. What up? Yeah. But it was, no, it just sounded so interesting. Like an interesting idea for a concert. Well, he's so revolutionary and visionary, I would say. He He is an artist. Yeah. People were at the concert actually saying that. They were were screaming at him. Kanye, you're a genius, man. But then they were also just talking amongst themselves. Like, Kanye West is a genius. <laughs> Only a genius can think of a floating stage. Like, so people would genuinely believe that Kanye West is a genius. It does actually, it makes more sense after going to the concert that he believes it. Because, like, other people really do. Truly. You know, that's what I need in my life. I should just become a rap star and then have people yell at me, and you're a genius. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's really you know, funny. I tell myself that every day when I look into the mirror, and this is why I have overconfidence problems. <laughs> Did you know Eleanor makes every morning in the mirror and goes, you're the greatest. You are the greatest. I should, like, take a video of myself and put it up on YouTube, and I wonder if I'll become as famous as that, like, little girl. You won't. You're so rude. You're not as cute. Oh, yeah, so I mean, me. you're cute, but you're not as cute as a little blonde girl. You're so rude. Only because she's blonde, you're racist. Well, <laughs> wait, so please tell me <laughs> your favorite pop culture So, um, to be honest, I feel like I'm kind of out of pop culture because we're at this, uh, we were at a lovely wedding. So I feel like I'm kind of out of pop culture right now. But... I think that I'm still, oh, well, no. Okay, so my favorite pop culture moment of the weekend, our cousin married a lovely girl named Carolyn, whose sister, Martha, is a Victoria's Secret model. Absolutely. And she's very nice. She's, like, friends with Taylor <laughs> Swift. And so she and Taylor posted a couple very funny pictures on Instagram when they went to Gigi Hadid's, like, fashion show in New York Fashion Week. And it was actually just, like, funny. It's, like, funny to see her with Taylor Swift because, like... We met her, you know? It's like, that's strange. Okay. But so that was my favorite moment. I'm going to do a repeat because I listened to it again last night, and it reminded me of how much I love Florida's My House. <laughs> um, you mean what I know. My House? <laughs> Welcome to My House. Yeah, they played it at the wedding, and everyone lost like, their minds. Like, you know how like, there's always that song at a wedding that's like defining of the wedding? It was My House. Wow. As it my House is a really good As song. It should be. Like you can't okay, listen we, to that song and not dance. And not, like, bounce. Exactly. Um, okay. I wish people could watch me while they listen. That would be yes. called a vlog. <laughs> you could also make that, too. Vlogging <laughs> is going to happen. Anyway. Um, so, airborne. So, airborne. This is the most important part where we ask our guests to provide a log line. It's usually in haiku form, but we'll accept any form of, of spoken word poetry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Name's looking at me because he's so so terrible at log lines. Like got off. Okay, so I want a Naeem log line and then I want an Amanda log line. Okay, Naeem, let's go. Okay, so mine's very short. I always think of Airborne as Johnny Tsunami meets Break. And that's Yeah, my immediate thought was Johnny Tsunami. Like, that is and I've seen Johnny Tsunami, so No no no, but please continue. I interrupted. I'm so bad at that. No, that was pretty much it. It was Here's names like style to log lining, which is it's either a summary that lasts an hour and forty five minutes or it's just a reference within a reference. <laughs> yeah, it's either a thorough summary. Okay. Now you sound like me. I do the same thing. Literally I do the same thing which is why we don't allow me to do that anymore that is like once we realized that annie was so bad at doing log lines we're like we'll just put like push these off on our guests yeah. <laughs> eleanor see. never assumes responsibility <laughs> no so, it's true so if you're gonna go a little bit longer than that right it's airborne is about a southern californian kid who has to move to cincinnati in the winter because his zoologist parents have recently won a grant that requires them to move to Sydney, Australia to study wombats. In the process, naturally. he naturally becomes the envy of every young man in Cincinnati because he's a hot, styling LA surfer babe and all the girls want to get with him. And he learns a valuable lesson about nonviolent conflict, philosophy of life, and oh generally communication through sports activities. Yeah. 
Do you think the people who wrote it were high? I like actually that was like interestingly the person who wrote it played the English teacher in the movie. You remember, like, in the beginning when he first goes and the English teacher is not actually active He's in the like, class and he, like, just entirely. lets him do whatever? Yeah. That guy actually wrote the film. He was like, welcome to speech yeah. class. I'm just going to chill out and observe everybody. Yeah. That's Mr. Colley, and he wrote the movie. If this took place nowadays, he'd be Facebooking or tweeting or yeah, something exactly. or probably watching videos on YouTube. But, exactly. But uh, he wrote it. And to answer your question, he was definitely high. You know? <laughs> That kid quotes Gandhi so many times. <laughs> when he's not actually I, just making up words. <laughs> well, there was, like, so many highlights of the movie, and I can't wait to get Annie's opinion on them, because... Yeah, sorry, guys. We'll really, have to wait. No, 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 but I feel like Annie probably does have an educated opinion, because she was witness to the, like, group tech chain that I started when I was, like, <laughs> watching it in the last time I was in an airport. <laughs> uh, because there was just so much that stuck out to me. So much. Primarily, I would argue the avant-garde scene in the middle. That was the one where exactly. I was like, I wish I'd seen this before I'd taken an avant-garde, like, master's level class. Because this is a Disney Channel original movie. Yes. No, well, I know. What it's not. Disney Channel. No, it's not Disney Channel. It isn't? No, it's not. A, oh it's not gosh, a it's like no. identical to Brink. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> and Johnny's movie. movie. And it really is, like, a hybrid of them in the most perfect way. Yeah. Wait, what sport does he play in, in okay. this movie. So here's the crazy thing. Hockey. He starts, like no, no, no. He starts he as a surfer, then he plays a little bit of hockey, then he also becomes like a rollerblader and so does everybody well, else. He, no, he starts as a rollerblader because the first scene in the movie true. is him and his friend, friend blading through what I assume is Huntington Beach. Yeah, that guy is like, he doesn't have a face. No. <laughs> He's all shadow. He's just a silhouette <laughs> the entire experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they skate to the beach. Then they, what seems then to be they like, start. they have a little session because they jump down the half pipe. Yeah. But that transitions into them going. Very, it actually transitions directly into the beach. Into the half the beach. pipe that leads into a beach. Yes. Very, yeah. very rare. They surf. Skate the cinematography in this film was outstanding was for it? the presumed audience. Exactly. Like, that was what's so fascinating. The scene where he's Who on the board. Warner Brothers, beautiful. I can tell. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and so many I can't wait. Wait, Nayan, can you? So, I can't really speak to this movie as I haven't seen it yet. I'll admit that to our listeners, not admit, admit, admitted, admitted it to you guys. But, um, what made you love this movie? Like, why did you choose this movie? Oh, okay, so there's several, <laughs> there's several reasons. One, growing up, I used to inline skating. That was my thing. Like, some people were skateboarders, you know. My thing was in line. That's the reason why I love Brink. Like, it's, that was the thing that I did. But I also, like, I, re- I watched it when I ended up moving to Phoenix because I kind of, like, related to the kid. Like, going from, like, L.A. and, like, this really cool place. And then Phoenix is not Cincinnati, but it's, like, pretty close. And, um, and I, like, rela- not, like, geographically, but I related to that. Like, being kind of, like. To his culture shock? Yeah, his culture shock and going from one place to the next. Um, and being totally different, like, completely like outcast. Did Jack Black bully you? No, I didn't have any bullies, but um, <laughs> I didn't have a weird cousin. <laughs> I had a weird cousin, so. Okay, um, okay, that's true. Yeah. Oh, so Naeem's talking about when he moved when he was younger, not yeah. when he moved for college. Oh, well, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh. When I moved when I was younger, I stayed with my grandmother for, I think, six months, actually. When you were in middle school. Yeah, when I was in middle school. And um, I used to watch the movie all the time. Like, it was, yeah. Like, it was my and you favorite. felt connected to it. Oh, absolutely. 
Mitch uh, Guzman is the name of the name is? Guzman. Guzman. Like, like Top Gun Goose. Yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, if you look at him now, he looks like an Allstate agent. Like, it's... <laughs> he does! He? <laughs> oh my gosh, no, I absolutely, IMDb, like, and it was, yeah, no, no, don't worry, don't worry. But Eleanor has a history of finding these stars that are, like, really obscure children's movie. Maybe this isn't even an obscure children's movie. Maybe I just missed it. I mean, I haven't seen it until we were young. I don't know. I don't think many people... Eleanor, had you seen it before we talked about it? No. Yeah. No. So I think it was pretty niche. I know that I hadn't seen it, and then Naeem watched it once, and yeah, I saw the scene where he's surfboarding on his bed, and he was like, wow, this is actually beautiful. (laughs) Like, this is really well-paced, and for, yeah, for its intended audience, and considering the subject matter, it's like a surprisingly well-drawn portrait of a kid who is trying to do the right thing in all the wrong ways. Yeah. All the wrong ways. All the wrong ways. Except Green. Like, I forget. Yeah, Eleanor was losing her mind on Thursday night. (laughs) Seth Green! Jack Black! No, I was was most excited by the secretary from Ferris Bueller's Day Off who plays his aunt. She does. And she plays, like, the most quintessential, like, don't you know, Midwestern aunt. (laughs) Like, any moment you're like, expecting her to come and be like, I mean, hot dish. And then move on. <laughs> yeah. That is so... Like, I just imagine a house full of cheese. I'm like, I'm from the Midwest. <laughs> well, like, and you know what? My mom, Robin, always brings cheese. <laughs> Good stuff. People shouldn't mess around. Well, it's hilarious, too, because I feel like in a lot of ways it hits the same 90s tropes, like really absentee parents and then mm. kids solving their own problems socially by themselves like the parents in both situations both the parent of the main character the parents of the main character straight up leave him in cincinnati and then basically only write him one letter about how the dad got poison oak <laughs> yeah which okay so i didn't i still don't understand they say they move into australia he's like well you can't come because we, you can't be out of school that long and so i remember thinking when i was a kid like they don't have schools in australia like why can't i he mean what i think is strange is that they applied for a grant and they didn't think to tell anyone that they had a child <laughs> like, oh we have a personal concern that might mire us slightly yeah. we do have a son but sure we'll just leave him somewhere else like, so where does the dog go what is uh <laughs> they put was him, a slasher the dog yeah they put him dog? down because you know that was part of the worry at the beginning yeah, it was that was strange. And he's a surfer, so you think that he'll go to Australia and he doesn't get to go. Yeah. That yeah, must have sucked. Be totally fine. So silly. And he'd make friends right away. So make friends. Yeah. yeah. So he especially he would make friends in Australia today because I think one of the most accurate descriptions of Australia is it's like America twenty years ago. Like almost always. Like culturally fashion. <laughs> like everything. <laughs> like you'd be great. Um Okay. Oh, I like the 90s. I'd go back. Yeah, you would do so well in Australia. I've been talking multiple times. I might move there. And on that note, I think because my flight is boarding in like three minutes, yeah, we have go. to. You gotta go. <laughs> okay. To be continued. Do our final segment. Yeah. Okay, so we will talk about this again. I think and that like, we should do an airport. I also think we should. Is that what this movie's called? Yeah. An airport. No, I think, I think it would be cool if you watch Airborne. Yeah. And, and then, then we, we talk about back. it again. Well, we also watch Brink, because then we can yes. make sense, like, triangulate, yes. airborne. They're so brink. necessary to talk about together. 
Okay, no, so I'm we'll make that happen. I chose this as my triangle. <laughs> I also like that you decided to show listeners. Eleanor cannot make a triangle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, but on that note, um, our final segment is, if you could go anywhere, anywhere in, in the world, world today, where would it be and why? That feels very relevant now that we're in an airport. Oh, anywhere in the world today. Yeah. Where would I go? You have to choose quick. She's uh, about to you go first. Um, <laughs> I guess probably LA. I just want to be there right now. Yeah. Especially after seeing Airborne again today. <laughs> uh, yeah, if anywhere in the world, I'd probably go somewhere tropical, so maybe like Hawaii. Um, huh. I, but I love Hawaii. It's like my favorite place in the world. So um, probably there. Yeah, yeah. Realistically, I would choose to spend a few more days in the Finger Lakes because, like, upstate New York is beautiful uh-huh. in a way I never anticipated. Mm-hmm. Like, never in a million years. It's also so green. Yeah. And, like, granted, I live in a desert that has no water. So <laughs> it, was, like, it was, like, water. so green. shocking. <laughs> what? What is this? Yeah, I, I have to agree with Eleanor. I wish that we had given ourselves a couple more, t- like, days to go hiking. Yeah. Like, I don't think we did enough hiking. And I like hiking. Live in the Midwest, where hiking isn't a thing. So, yeah. That or Colorado. But on that note, I have to hop on a flight. So, but this was so much fun. I'm sad we couldn't do it longer. Airborne part two coming at ya. Okay. Okay. All right. So we will triangulate another time. Triangulate. (laughs) It's not my new favorite word. Which was actually a quadrilateral. (laughs) Shall I teach fifth graders? What up? Okay, bye, Bye. guys. Bye. Bye.